Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 111. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilal-Springer. Companies outside the beauty industry are spending millions on digital sales funnels processes to capture new leads and turn them into lifelong clients. But who is doing this for the beauty industry? This week on the show, we're joined by Katie Whitledge, entrepreneur, speaker, author, and podcaster to discuss the topic. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Killian. How are things? Good now. So week two of this exciting campaign? Yes, 30 days to grow and two weeks out of the Salon Owners Summit Roadshow. There's just so much going on, yeah. I know, yeah. Feeling the learning mindset here. I think we should rebrand April as like the learning month or something. The more you know, the more you grow. That's what we always say in education. Yeah, well, listen, speaking of that, what's the last book you finished? I know we haven't chatted about this in a few episodes, so it might lead us into this episode uh, quite nicely. It's probably good timing too, because the first time we started talking about what books we're reading, I've just finished that one book. It, uh, I'm a slow learner. It takes, takes me a while to get through books. But I was, reading, I was reading Shoe Dog, which is the autobiography of Nike's founder, Phil Knight. So I suppose one of those icons where no one ever really knew anything about. He finally kind of released a book there a couple of years ago. Um, I know our head of marketing had read it and recommended it. Two years later, I decided to give it a bash myself, but very good book. Now I'm kind of moving on to doing, I'm, I'm putting the books aside, parking them for a bit, and I'm going to do some online courses kind of around e-learning development and just kind of structuring training and things like those. Yeah, it ties into to your role in Forest, yeah. On my side, what have, I, what have I been reading? Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. A lot of people know him for like the tipping point or outliers. He's actually a really, really great storyteller. He's been writing for the New York Times for quite a bit. And Blink is all about like the power of thinking without thinking. Uh, so like how instincts work, why you should trust it more, how sometimes trying to analyze our instinctive thoughts and reactions is actually counter effective and would negatively impact the results that we actually have. So yeah, I, I mean, what made the book so interesting for me is the amount of research that was put into it. It's not necessarily something you should like build your business on, you know, instinct. But what he says at the end is like, we're drowning in knowledge and information, but we desperately lack in uh, understanding, which I think is very true. But yeah, so I suppose if we refocus on today, we're up for a lot of learning too here. Uh, and joining us on the show, we have Katie Whitledge here to share with us how to create digital sales funnels for a salon without adding to our marketing budget. Welcome to the show, Katie. Well, thank you. It's so great to be here with both of you. Uh, delighted to have you on. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just before we kick off the show, just because we've shared our books, Katie, any learning you've got going on? I suppose it'd be rude not to ask Katie, wouldn't it? Hey, readers are leaders, right? So there's like a, about four books that I read at a time. Um, but I really would recommend Never Split the Difference. And it's about um, negotiating as if your life depended on it. And it's just, it's by Chris Voss. And it's been like mind blowing for me in regard to your ability to negotiate, whether it's negotiating your child to go to bed when they're supposed to, or a massive lease deal for a new salon location. So I would highly recommend that book. Never split the difference. It's interesting you say that because someone just linked that book last week in work in, in our Slack channel and I've added it straight to my Audible. So I haven't known anyone that read it. So good to know that it's one worth checking out. Oh yeah, he's so good. So what about your other books then? Four books at the same time? Yep. So Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. 
Oh, I love Simon. Yeah, he's really good. So good. Have you heard of Atomic Habits? I have not. No. No. My name's clear. Um, I love it because it kind of takes the compound effect one step further of how to be consistent in anything you want to achieve on an ongoing basis, how to really make habits stick. And then always, 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 um, not sure if everybody's on board for this, but always open the Bible and start the day seeking God first. So that's um, my fourth and actually the first one of the day. I'd say that's a book that you can go back to regularly as well. So it's one that's always there for you, is it? Yeah. So, well, listen, Katie, most would already be quite familiar with at least your very, very own podcast, Beyond the Technique, or know about uh, Meet Your Stylist, the marketing tool. You're also a salon owner. You've opened your salon in 2010, and you've gone through three expansions in eight years, which is no small feat. Before we dive into today's topic, what's one thing that people might not know about you? (laughs) What they might not know about me is I've actually always had another job on the side. I actually work one day a week teaching a power up class at a, at a local yoga studio. <laughs> it's like, why? why would I take out one more thing just so I could have like five jobs? But it's always just been a super fun thing I've done since college. And um, people might not know about that me, but it's, it combines my love for music and fitness. So, and why not do something that I can lead? It helps keep me accountable to my health and wellness. Do you have something we don't know about where you get more hours in the day or you have long, <laughs> like more days in the week? Because we've already just listed off a load of things that you do. And then you've got the yoga on top. <laughs> it's one class a week. And it's one of those things that at this point, I don't have to really do much besides show up. You know, I prepare a little playlist, but that's fun because it's music. So to me, it's not work. It's actually more of a hobby. I just happen to get paid to do it one time a week, you know, so yeah. Cool. So in this episode, we're focusing on creating a digital sales funnel to drive new clients. Katie, what exactly do we mean by creating a sales funnel here? So I want everybody to imagine actual funnel. Okay. And at the top of the funnel is awareness. So people have to even know that your brand exists. Maybe they don't even know that, oh man, this salon's located on this street, I hadn't even heard of that salon before. And it's astonishing to me after almost nine years that people still haven't heard of our salon. So awareness is that top of the funnel. People have to know you exist. The next part of a funnel, and and really what a funnel is, is taking people through this path of knowing about you and then becoming a client and a repeat client. So it starts with knowing about you. Then you have to create an interest. People have to become interested in your brand. Then they'll decide, huh, do I feel like they value what I value? You make the decision on whether you're going to take action and become a first-time client. That's the next piece of the funnel then is action. So this is the actual sale. They come in, they do business with you. And then part of the funnel that a lot of people forget is repeat business. So we take them through our funnel, we get them to become a customer, but we can't forget the repeat buy. And so this is what a sales funnel is. It goes from awareness to ultimately becoming a long-term client. Hmm. And like, if you're working on attracting new clients, a lot of times people think, well, new clients means a lot of, a lot of budget, you know, put into that. And research actually shows that it it, it, it is actually cost effective to focus on client retention. So on that repeat, like you were saying with these funnels, you're still saying that you can always work with them 
without digging too much into your marketing budget, how is that? So you're going to take what you're already doing with your marketing budget and just be super intentional with it. So there are things that we already do we're not aware is a funnel. An example of this uh, non-digitally is let's say you show up to an expo in your area. You have a trade show that you're a part of, maybe a women's expo or maybe a bridal expo. And at your booth, people become aware of your brand. You try to engage with them so that there's an interest for them to consider buying from you. And you do that by maybe bringing them into your booth and offering them a chance to sign up to win their bridal services at, at your salon. So of course, they're entering their information. And now you're able to reach out to them and start building a relationship with them. And maybe they are the winner. Maybe they didn't win the package that you're offering at that booth, but they win a complimentary trial. Then they have to decide like, yeah, I want to, I want to try to experience that. And then they come in, they take action and come into your salon. And then that's the opportunity for them to continue to buy. Maybe they go from that trial to actually booking their whole wedding party with you. So we don't realize that sales funnels have always been around. It's just now we're converting these models into digital platforms. And so what I'm saying with budget is that you don't have to spend more. You have to be strategic with the spend allowance you do have. And how can we teach people to do that? So the way you've actually just kind of explained a sales funnel there doesn't seem as complex as it sounds. It seems actually quite straightforward that we're doing this already. What's the initial reaction when you when you say to salon owners, we're going to create a sales funnel? Is there a bit of a standoff or oh, did, what's this whole new process? People tend to have heard of sales funnels, but they don't really know what it means because nobody's teaching salon owners about this. That's a huge mission on on my end is to help them because this is happening to us all the time and we just don't know it. So one of the homework assignments I've given to a salon that I coached recently is I said, I want you to screenshot every compelling post that you actually click on it. What made you click? What about that? And then notice that you are entering into somebody's sales funnel process. So this if we're attracted to those videos of which bra is the best fit for my body, you know, it's like, oh man, I want to know. And so like we, what are those things that are, we're attracted to? And, and then we're entering our info to, to get into somebody's sales funnel. Um, so it's happening all the time to us. It is easier than people think. I think it's just a matter of awareness for the salon that, whoa, this could be a huge part of our strategy if we just knew where to start. Well, I suppose speaking about that, like what is actually involved in creating one? Like where do you start? So the first place to start is thinking about first and foremost, are people aware that you exist? So if if you feel like, and this is especially important for newer salons, because you may think you have this awesome presence on Instagram, but maybe your target market is still predominantly on Facebook, depending on the demographic. And so maybe it starts with just a post that you put a little, you know, a few funds behind that just speaks about the brand. And, and I'll give you an example. When we opened our third, so we expanded three times and it was our new location. It was not our third location, but when we opened our new location, I ran a Facebook ad promoting the fact that we are new 
at this location and I did a little video of photos inside the salon, our team, the location, because even though we have a, a, a pretty good following of, about our brand, this is a whole new opportunity to tap into that area that we moved into. We were less than three miles away from our old location, yet we were in a totally new market. We were about one block away from a, a different suburb of our area. And so it was just a really great opportunity to create awareness. And that post did so well. Um, and as a result, that first month we had a, a great influx of new clients. And, and we typically work on different strategies of the sales funnel uh, throughout every single month. But starting with awareness could be the first step. Another way that you could create a sales funnel for your salon is potentially the decision aspect. So people are already aware of your salon. And yeah, there's some general interest because there's a couple of things that you do that nobody else does. So we really want to market those niche services. So an example would be posting about the fact that you help with naturally curly hair. When somebody can work with your naturally curly hair, you will stick with them for life because <laughs> it's so challenging to find who understands that curl pattern, that texture. So if you create a post that helps them make a decision to come into your salon, and that could be as simple as saying, hey, have you struggled to find someone who works really well with naturally curly hair? We totally understand. That's why we are, and then you go into your solution. And so then you're creating this interest around the fact that you have something special and this could be the determining factor for somebody coming in. Now, what, a whole point of sales funnel is to engage and attract and convert people into clients who become lifelong clients. So as you mentioned, I am the creator and CEO of Meet Your Stylist. So I think that as far as a sales funnel of attracting people into making a decision, how can you make something all about them? So if I take that same post and say, hey, are you struggling to find somebody who works with naturally curly hair? We totally understand. And that's why we have the opportunity for you to take a survey to find out which of our curly specialists stylists are the right fit for you. Click here to see your salon soulmate. So now I'm engaging with them. It's something about them. They, they click on the link, they take the survey, and here's the power to this. When you take the survey, you're actually entering your information. So now the salon has captured this lead, similar to what we do on the post that we click on. We enter like, yeah, I want to get that free guide to bettering my <laughs> here. So I put my information in and boom, I get something out of it. And for us, it helps then create that engagement, that emotional connection. And now I've captured that lead. So if they're not ready to buy today, I can market to them until they are ready to buy. And then the, the insurance plan of this strategy is that because they're matched with the right stylist based on values, lifestyle, personality profiling, and of course, logistics, now we are ensuring that they become a repeat client. So for us, Meet Your Stylist is sprinkled into all of our digital sales strategies. However, you can do this multiple different ways. You can do this with your, but I would highly recommend regardless, whatever your plan is, you have to really set yourself apart and think about 
what your salon's unique selling proposition is and market the crap out of that. So if you visit beyondthetechnique.com right now, you can download a free guide in hiring. If then you want to buy the actual full book, build your best team this year, you can shop and invest $10 in that book. But it starts with, and that's kind of a, a, you know, and I didn't want to get too into this, but that's where digital sales funnels and then value ladders have a marriage with one another. So you start with this free thing that gets awareness and interest, and then you take them up your value letter. For every step of the ladder, it costs more, but they get more value out of it. So eventually they buy the book, and then the next step is they join group masterminds, investing in group mastermind meetings. And then the next step is one-on-one coaching. And then the next step up is hiring for a keynote talk or a salon workshop. So outside of the salon industry, that's an example of starting with the funnel to get them in and getting them to take action and then growing their, I guess, um, that repeat client by growing their ability to do business with you. But as you increase price, you always want to increase value. So I don't want to get too technical with that, but if that's helpful, I think that's so powerful to think about how to combine those two elements. Yeah, it's a really good way of putting it, especially the way you, you demonstrated your own funnel that you have there with the ebooks. Um, providing value, that is the main thing here. It's not necessarily that you're you're paying a fortune for online ads. You're offering something free and you're getting someone hooked on your service that's gonna make them want to come back to you. And another option for salons, think about this. What if you offered a free tutorial people could watch? Maybe it's your own salon, a Facebook Live page, and you promote, hey, join us here for free. And we're going to showcase how to curl your hair with a flat iron. How do you create those beachy waves with a flat iron? So everybody gets to engage with your salon for free. Then during your live video, you say, hey, if you want to come in and have hands-on, one-on-one with us at our salon, we're going to give you this flat iron that I've used today, totally part of you coming in. We have a one-time event. You can join. It's just $97 and you get all of these special things that I've used today. You get the trial size of all of these products. You get this flat iron and you get one-on-one with your styles. Now they come in, they sign up for this class. They It's $97. And now the opportunity is, hey, you came in. Awesome. Guess what? Today, if you schedule your color and haircut with us, you get all of these things totally complimentary or whatever it is. But that's an example of how you can take someone through a a value ladder by using the digital sales funnel like process to begin. And you always want to think about what matters to your client. It's not about what you think is cool at your salon that you wish everybody would think is cool too. It's like, what do our clients actually care about and how can we serve them and then take them through the value ladder process of doing more and more business with us? That's an amazing example you gave there because not only are you doing a live um well, a live Facebook or a live webinar where you're demonstrating hair curling and you're offering a product, you've actually just showcased your staff member skills. So it's similar to what you were saying about your app where now I'm looking at that going, that's the stylist that I want 
because they they can well I don't have curls but they could fix my hair anyway <laughs> <laughs> but I totally relate to that because before I, I chopped off most of my hair uh yeah my hair is te- technically curly and I had the hardest time finding someone and it's true when you do find that one person you tend to just stick with that person so yeah it's very powerful well, it's like window shopping. Like when you're going to a new salon, you don't know what their staff are like. You don't know what sort of job they're going to do. The only thing you see, if you're lucky, is that they might have an online bio of their skills and qualifications. I know for me walking into a barber's, there's nothing like that. So if I could go to their Facebook page and see videos of them in action, that's going to buy me. That's going to hook me in. Do you have like I'm I'm really digging these examples. Do you have like maybe one or two more examples of like a salon specific sales funnel that someone could like get into to begin with? So what's one thing that you could possibly do starting today? And that would be as simple as taking one of your niche services. So maybe you're the only salon in your area that balayage, like let's say it does a sunlight's balayage strategy. And what sets that apart from everybody else's color? Because clients don't know unless we share those special perks. And so we create, and I love that you brought the video. If you saw a video, if you saw that happen, you would be more likely to come in because video is becoming king. So if there's a way you can start videotaping just the experience, and this doesn't have to cost a ton, you can take your iPhone and create a free video of a guest experience and, and utilize your best guest for this. So say to, let's say your guest is Samantha and you say, hey, Samantha, I know you're coming in for balayage this Thursday. Would you be okay if we videotape some of your experience because we want to utilize this on social media to help other people realize that this is so our jam? And she says, yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay, great. So Samantha's on board. Not only are you going to be featuring something exceptional that you can start posting about, and I'm going to get to then what the next step is, but you also have somebody who's going to become an ambassador for you because Samantha's going to be thrilled to share that everywhere. And she becomes a voice for your brand. So you create that content, you put it out there, but now the key component is what's your call to action? I think this is missed in in a lot of posts that we do. So if everybody could write this down, like what action do you want clients to take when they see this post? regardless if it's a balayage post haircut, if it's a video, if it's just a really cool educational event your salon had, just always ask yourself, what's in it for them? And what action do you want them to take as a result of seeing this? So if the next action they take is, hey, book during the month of April and receive this special purple shampoo and conditioner set, you know, book now and then you'll get all these special things with that. Now people are more compelled to say, you know what? I've really liked this brand. I haven't decided to come in, but now that I see this video and I, and I see this compelling opportunity, I'm now going to take action and come in. Now the new client comes in as a result of this offer and this opportunity. And by the way, it's all valued based. There are no discounts involved at all. It's all a give a complimentary gift So now they come in and now what's the next part of your funnel? Because this is typically where we forget to maintain and nurture that relationship. Oh, we got the buy, peace out. Well, no, not, okay, great. You're leaving with a purple shampoo. That's great. But let's get you on a plan 
to like, this is my vision for your haircuts. So we haven't even talked about that. We've got you in for color, but now what are our other opportunities? Let's get you in for haircuts. Oh, I find out you're engaged. Let's talk bridal. Oh my gosh, you have, you live in a house with three of the roommates. Let's get them in. Like looking for those ways to create more of a relationship with the client, find out what matters to them and look for the opportunities to continue doing business with them. So I don't know if that's helpful. That was one example, but um, I wanted to just share like there's so much that you can do. um, And hopefully that this gives you some creative ideas to start with. No, absolutely. And what I like about your ideas is while they're very impactful, they sound like it could be done ad hoc. Like, all right, we have a client here. We could just point and shoot and we could film it, put something on offer. For someone that actually wants to start monitoring and tracking these uh, cell funnels, what's the best way to plan this out? Like, as opposed to just sitting around a table going, you know what, let's just film someone, demonstrate our skills and give a free product. Is there anything we can put in place to make sure we can actually like track this and prove the ROI or the impact of these campaigns, of these sales funnels? Oh, absolutely. And that's where that call to action comes into play. So if you say, um, mention this special opportunity when you call to book, then you can start tracking the people that book or click throughs, right? So we have those insights on our digital platforms to look at, wow, this post, and, and oftentimes this could be organic. It doesn't mean you always have to have a post that you put money behind. If you do, it'll perform better if the targets are set up properly. But just an organic post, you can see like, okay, we had this many people see this post and we had this many people click through. And then you can absolutely track that when people are are booking. I think it's easier when you do spend a little bit because you're going to see real results through your business. Like let's say you use business manager to put in your post for Instagram and Facebook. You're going to see the impact that's made. And if anybody's in there, and I know this is going to be hard to think about without visualizing this, but if you can get people to click through and it's only costing you about a dollar per post or per uh, click through, that's a great post. Another way, and I hate to continue to plug Meet Your Stylist. Actually, I don't hate it. I love it. (laughs) But that's the power of Meet Your Stylist. In fact, that, in my opinion, is the most powerful part of our sales funnel. I can't even begin to tell you how successful this is for salons but you need to know your conversion rate. So with having the Meet Your Stylist tool, if that becomes the call to action for absolutely almost every single post, which it could starting today, you are going to be able to track your conversions from every single person that takes your Meet Your Stylist survey. So it really depends on your sales funnel process, but that call to action is the pivotal moment where you're going to be able to track conversions based on if people are taking action on what you ask them to take action on. Is that helpful? That's spot on. And just on the sales funnels that you have crafted with other people, have you come across any industry averages that our listeners could benchmark off of with their click-throughs? Well, industry averages for, I can tell you for Meet Your Stylist, and we anywhere from 25 to over 50% conversions. That's not the click-throughs. I have multiple examples because I feel like copy plays a huge role. So part of part of what I help salon owners with is if you have a post, how well is it going to do? Well, the copy has a huge part of it. That first sentence is everything. 
because you get about seven seconds or less to make a first impression on people who are, are viewing the things that you're putting out there digitally. So the first sentence has to be something that matters to them that they care about. And I'll tell you, people either make decisions and purchase things based on pain or pleasure. Pleasure is the harder sell. And think about pleasure as taking a vacation. That's a pleasure buy. Think about pain as uh, my washing machine just broke down. I'm going to buy a new one right now because I can't like live like this. <laughs> so that's a painful buy, but that's the easier thing to sell. And so if we start off, I always say when it comes to writing copy for anything you're putting out there for posts, that you really want this post to be a huge connecting point with people, you're going to structure it like this. You start out with the problem. And then you're going to share the promise that you can provide to solve that problem. And then you're going to share the process in which you do that. And then finally, the proof. So let's say the problem is nobody can cut curly hair. You've never had a good haircut. Well, the promise is you're now going to work with one of the national educators from the Diva Curl product line. So our process is a dry cutting method where we actually take care of the hair in its natural form as it would lay normally. Great. And then here's the proof. Check out this before and after and read this testimonial from this guest who has had an unbelievable experience with us. So this is where people become like, wow, I'm connected to that problem. I want to then click through. So click throughs will massively depend on your ability to connect with people in, in your posts. And we, we kind of mentioned that we love Simon Sinek at the beginning of this. So if you just think about the why, start with why. Why should they care? Why does this matter to them? And you'll have higher, higher click-throughs. We've had organic posts, no money spent on them, that have had 65 clicks on it. And then we've had posts that we've put money behind where we've had over a thousand clicks on those. And it really is doing a few things really well talking about your niches, remembering that your message can be said over and over again. You may be bored with promoting the same niche over and over year after year, but just remember people aren't. It takes an adult 21 times to remember new information. So no matter what advertising or marketing effort you're going to put in place, you can do the same thing. Sounding like a broken record is a good thing. This is why when we hear just do it, we think of Nike because they've said the same message over and over for years. And we don't get old with that brand. It's fresh, it's new, and they have yet the same message. So if I keep going back to curly hair, but if that's your thing, don't get bored with it. You'll have a transient area where people are moving in, moving out. They'll remember, they'll know. And it's like, oh yeah, when I think of this salon, I think of Sunlight's Balayage, or I think of Diva Curl, or I think of this stylist, this cutting method. There's so many things, but whatever that is for you, don't be afraid to continue that same message and absolutely um, connect through the copy that you write on all of your posts. It does actually help put a, a strong foundation around your brand at the end of the day. And I mean, listen, you make it sound so easy from all these examples. I'm like astonished. But like, thank you so much for, for all, of, all of these insights. It's been absolutely fantastic. I suppose two things before we wrap this up. What's your like recommendation or action steps for anyone who would still like to have a bit more guidance on this? And uh, and then also, I kind of heard through the grapevine that our own CEO and VP of product are appearing on Beyond the Technique in a few weeks. 
Yes. So I had the pleasure. So beyond the technique, this is going to be a two-part answer. So beyond the technique is our podcast platform for salon owners and also education for salon owners and their leadership teams. So we talk about business, marketing, how to level up, um, management, leadership, all of those amazing aspects of running a salon business and two parts. So on the Beyond the Technique podcast, we have Ronan and Patty who were amazing guests. Talk about marketing. If you love today's talk, you're going to love them. They are going to be episode 240 and that is on uh, April 11th. So please check into that. They are so inspiring and the energy, we just had a ton of fun. More so behind the scenes. We pulled it together and acted professional. <laughs> Once we started recording, that was awesome. And then as far as like, what do you even do? Like if you want your marketing team, if you personally want to see like visuals of this play out, then absolutely join me on Monday, April 29th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. We are going to be doing this same talk, creating digital sales funnels to get new clients. We're going to do this as an online class. You can sign up through beyondthetechnique.com. Just go ahead and click on events and you'll see this event listed and you can register right there. We have 100 attendees available. So please go ahead and do that right away to reserve your spot. And I look forward to the opportunity to showing you more actual visuals of how this can play out for your salon. And thank you both for reaching out and offering me this opportunity to join you because this is so much fun. (laughs) Katie, it's been wonderful having you on the show and thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you both. So that was Katie from Beyond the Technique on creating digital sales funnels to drive new clients to your salon. She is such a like a, a common aura about her that I actually feel really relaxed and comfortable and soft spoken. Um, and <laughs> I suppose it's time to move on to the second half of the show. The first thing we're going to talk about is a Forest Clients webinar. So this is to discuss the new Forest feature, Fallback SMS, and it's going to take place on the 15th of April at 2 p.m. GMT. That's Irish time. It's taken place with Andrea Kane, who's our Grown Marketing Advisor, and Rachel McAdam, who's an online Forest trainer here. So what are they going to be discussing in that webinar? It's a a short 30-minute webinar exploring Forest's newest feature, Fallback SMS. But also what they're going to do is they're going to focus on the new email editor and show you how to create new email campaigns and how Fallback SMS complements that to help you reach all of your clients. So again, that takes place on April 15th at 2 p.m. GMT Irish time. And then following suit, as usual, we're going to plug the Salon Mentorship Hub. So the Salon Mentorship Hub, if you haven't heard about it yet, is a place to connect. So whether you're struggling with retail or staff management or customer service or whatever it is in your salon, we've teamed up with coaches and consultants we trust, and we're going to help you get unstuck and remove the fear from asking for help. So all you have to do is actually head over to salonmentors.forest.com, choose who you'd like to connect with and on what topic. Once that's done, you check your emails and you book yourself in for a date and time that suits your free 15 to 30 minute consultation. And from there, we'll follow up with instructions on how everything works. And uh, so is your mentor. So currently on the Mentorship Hub, we have Valerie Delforge, Susan Routledge, Danielle Boucher, Richard McCabe, Phil Jackson, Jennifer Swain, Gloria Murray, David and Nicole Barnett, Stefania Rossi, Katie Lowndes, and Susie Kate Brooks. 
So if you're looking for any kind of help or at least a very initial discussion around that to get unstuck, you can head over to salonmentors.forest.com to book your free consultation and you do not need to be a forest client to avail of this. Finally, we have the Salon Owners Summit Roadshow coming to Chicago on Monday, April 15th. The conference is from 9.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., followed by a drinks and networking reception. It's taking place at the Dalsey. And speaking at this event are Scott Buchanan, Stephanie Jackson, Jay Williams, Neil Dukoff, Marlo Boyle, Heather Yurko, and Anne Bray. And for any additional information or to book your tickets, you can head over to salonownersummit.com forward slash Chicago. And well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. That's all we got for this week. So as always, if you want to share your thoughts on this episode or have any suggestions, send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We genuinely love feedback and are always looking for ways to improve the show. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Forest FM, the Salon Owners podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.